Hey, Lewis here. I mean, obviously it's me, right? I'm the only guy who actually runs this freaking show. Anyways, I'm here to tell you about something that I'm working on that I'm really excited about. It's not going to be ready until later this year. However, I'm going to give you the lowdown on it so you can get it for free. Here it is. I am going to be releasing a podcast monetization masterclass. I've been spending the last few months on this, building it, refining it, even training my team on how to use this with our own clients. When it is out and finally published and ready, it will be anywhere from, I'd say, $47 to $197. I'm not sure what I'm going to price it at yet, and there will be a lot of bonuses that go with this course as well. However, the first 100 people who actually raise their hand, say they want it, and actually go through the course and give me good feedback are going to get it for free, okay? So if you want to be one of those 100 people, there will be a link to a page where you can sign up and add your name to it and your email, and then I will send you the 1.0 version of this course when it is out, all right? You'll be one of the first 100 people. Once I hit 100 people, I am shutting it off, and it will be a paid product, and that will be it, all right? So make sure if you want this course for free, be one of those 100 people because that is the only way you will be able to get it for free. All right, that is it. Now back to this episode. What's going on, Podcast Domination family? In this episode, you're gonna learn how vulnerability can create more authority, more trust, and more sales with your podcast and pretty much all of your content with my friend Lillian So. So for those who are listening to this and those who looks like it's still loading, um, yeah. I got Lillian So here, and I literally just finished typing in the title, Lillian, and it was how to master the number one skill you need to master your authority, master to get have more authority, leadership, and sales on your podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, the cool thing is, you don't even have a podcast yet, but you have the skill set, um, and you have this thing that, like, when you talk, people listen and they and they pay attention and they take action, mm-hmm. which for me is like that's money right there. Like that's the name of the game. Totally. So when we were doing <laughs> we were doing a training in your in in your um, group a little while ago. Before I introduce you, I want to just kind of share this. Um, you I, you asked me kind of like what's like the most successful podcasters do, and I mentioned vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And you're like, holy shit, like I didn't think that was going to be it because I know you teach a lot on that. Um, but I was like, you know, we got to get you in here to come and talk about how to actually, how to unpack this to where it's not oversharing like we just talked about yep. Yep. Um, before this and, and how to make it effective so you have more leadership and authority in your, your market. Um, so for those who don't know Lillian, um, we are in the same mastermind, seven-figure CEO, but she is a facilitator, facilitator of transformation. Um, she also runs a holistic, like a holistic program. That's like, think of Tony Robbins meets like a, like a really badass fitness program and then package that all together. And you have kind of what Lillian does in a nutshell. And I know you can share it way better than I can. Um, so we'll go, we'll go into it in just a sec, but, um, shit, it's good to have you here. And yeah. I like, the, way, like the, the purple, like the pink. Like, oh yeah. 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 I've got a. <laughs> I, I was like doing like a bluish thing for a little while and I was like, I just need to go back to like who I actually am. <laughs> the cool thing is your slides match it. I'm like, that's badass. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. And I loved how this whole thing naturally organically ended up happening as far as us getting on this to, to yeah. do this with your group. Because the question that I asked you inside of my group which, you know, my, my container, my programs, the work that I do is really all about helping people become happy and healthy. And I know that sounds really like basic and cliche in some ways, but 
it really is this journey of self-discovery and self-love and healing and people are getting fit they're losing weight they're like going after jobs they're like finding their dream partner so it's like very much like the self-development transformational program but there's like a very like holistic like mind body take care of yourself heal the past aspect to it mm -hmm. and inside of my programs um, we're very intimate and we, we really get like, we just get like really down and intimate with, his, with each other. Like the oh, community yeah. vibe is like proper. And one of the things that I constantly nag my clients to do, I nag them to show up and be vulnerable and to share their story and to share their process because those are the clients that end up having the biggest transformation. Right. And so for you, you know, as entrepreneurs, like the biggest transformation for us would be exploding our business. Yeah. It would be like transforming our business from like zero to 10K, 10K to 50K, 50K to 100K. Right. And, and you know, and, I, as an, and I'm an entrepreneur, too. So, like, obviously, I care about those things as well. And so when you when I asked you that, I was like, tell me, like, what is the most com the, what's the least common or what's the biggest common denominator between yeah. your most successful podcasters? versus the rest like what sets them apart and you said the ones that are the most vulnerable and i was like of course <laughs> of yeah. course yeah and i was like and then and then like for me it was like all about me so i was like see i fucking told you guys all of my clients i'm always nagging you to be vulnerable i told you so right. so here we are exactly and it's like you know it's, it's crazy because i can vividly remember like the podcasts that i listened to like the coaches i hired from those shows and episodes it was because they're super vulnerable they had great stories and they showed leadership and i think one of the things you you shared with me some slides recently or just before this and one of the things is like vulnerability creates trust which then creates leadership um which is like if you want to have a successful podcast like you have to go there like i can teach you the tactics and give you the like what content to say but if they don't believe you or if they don't they don't really see that you're doing it from a genuine place it's gonna be really hard to convert people from an audio platform into whatever it is you want to send them to or whatever it is you're doing. So um, I want to kind of dive into it because Lillian, I think you've got a way better handle and a grip on this and understanding, well, for some people getting on the mic like this is, is like, it's scary. Like the first time I was on mic, I was like shivering and like, <laughs> I was just asking questions from a paper. It was super awkward. Oh, <laughs> you know? adorable. And, yeah. And, and, and so you know, this is kind of like a, it's nerve wracking for people, whether it's audio or video. So when it comes to sharing stuff that's really intimate with like, God knows whoever's going to listen to it. Like you put out a podcast, everybody in the world can literally listen to it at that point. So what, what does that go through? Cause I think there's a lot of underneath the surface, underneath the hood kind of things that have to go on for you to allow yourself to be vulnerable. Exactly. Right. So like, it's kind of like telling somebody, well, just be confident. We'll just be vulnerable. And it's like, oh, uh, what? Like, how, where do I start? How do I even start that process? Yeah. And so I'll kind of like go way kind of more like to the beginning, sure. which is, you know, vulnerability is honestly like taking a risk. And we feel vulnerable because we just don't know what the outcome is going to be, right? Like, am I going to get rejected? Are they going to think I'm an idiot? Are they going to like, are they going to think differently of me? Are they going to judge me? Are they going to reject me? So this is why it's like so scary to be vulnerable because first of all, like that's what being vulnerable is. It's kind of like you can't control the outcome, 
right? Like you can share a story that's super personal to you. And like, you don't know what the listener or the viewer is going to do with that. Like, are they going to judge you now? Are they going to like reject you? Like, or they might like love you and they might want to book a call with you because they relate to you. And so that there is a risk involved with being vulnerable. And that's why we're so scared of being vulnerable. And so in order to, it's, it's a muscle, right? Like in order to become more willing to be vulnerable, we have to, first of all, it's, it's a, we have to build that confidence and that courage in ourselves first, like period, like outside of the stories, like don't even get to the, we don't even need to talk about like the telling the story part. It's like, first of all, like you have to just know yourself so well and you have to be so confident in like who you are like when you know yourself and you own yourself and you are certain of who you are then sharing your story it's just a story like it isn't like it's like you're not like worried about what people are going to do with it because it's like I own this story this is my story like you can think whatever you want of it you can judge it like but this is my story and like and I want to share it because I own it no one else owns it And then as a matter of fact, like it's actually a measure of courage, right? Like I'm like willing to put myself out there and I don't really care what the fuck you guys think about it. You know, this is my shit. This is my story. And then 99% of the time, as long as you're not dumping and oversharing, which we can talk about later, 99% of the time people are like, oh my God, thank you so much for sharing that. Like that is always what happens. Like anytime we share a vulnerable story, people like the crowd goes nuts. They're like, oh my God, like, thank you. I thought I was the only one. I thought I was the only one that felt that way. Oh my God, I relate to you. And when you can make someone say, oh my God, I thought it was just me. Oh my God, I'm not alone. All of a sudden that person gravitates towards you and they were like, tell me more now. Like, I, I feel like I belong to you. Like, I feel like you know who I am. I feel like you get me. And then that's what converts into, if we want to go into business, like a sale, right? They're like, I trust this person. I would give this person my money. They understand what I'm going through. They know what it's like to be on my side of this story. Yeah. And, and, and to to kind of rattle this turn this into like the next chapter. Some, some people will say that tell their story once. And I feel like you, like the way you do, you tell your story probably multiple times in, in Facebook lives, you weave it into your content. Like it comes in and out. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for someone thinking like, I just got to do one episode on it, or maybe just say it once. What is the frequency? How do you kind of weave it into your content? Is it, I'm guessing it just happens organically where you just kind of pull it out. And it's when it, when it fits into what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just want to speak to that a little bit. It does happen organically, but also at the same time, I honestly, like, I'm I'm just going to just tell you the first thing that comes off of my head. I've actually done a lot of inner work, right? And so what do I mean by that? Like, I've talked about my stories and I've processed my past and I've processed my story a lot, right? Like, I started in therapy. I, I put myself into therapy, you know, as soon as I started making money in my in my mid mid early 20s. Yeah. And so I started literally telling my story to a therapist, right? I started recounting previous events that have happened in my life. And like, these are these memories. So I've already been practicing remembering and knowing my stories. So they're just in my head. So like, as I have conversations or as I'm thinking about things, like I just have this like library of stories that remind me of who I am and they just come up like naturally and organically. So I would say, 
in order to get to the point where you are organically, naturally kind of sharing your stories, what you actually want to do is start to like actually know yourself, like start to like reflect, right? Like reflect and like, and like, like journal, you know, like literally like journal document, like you should journal just regularly. Like you should, you should like have conversations and like recount your past and like reflect on like, what are the instances in my life that have made an impact on me? Like, what do I know about myself? Like, how did I get here? Like, what are the things that I remember? Like, what are the things that hurt me? What are the things that made me excited? Like, remember those stories. And the more you remember those stories, they'll just naturally come up. True, 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 true. I love that. Because yeah, even I do that in the car. Like I'll just practice telling a story or practice speaking about what I want to speak about in the next episode or whatever it may be. Um, so I generally I don't do because I suck at writing, but I totally see how that practice can help you get better at telling this flexing this muscle more. Yeah, I, just like reflection, right? Like just doing a lot of reflection and like recounting what happened. Right. Like when you think about like, oh, like what happened? Like, let me because like we just live our lives and it just keeps passing us by and we're on autopilot and we're always on to the next. But I think it's so important to like just reflect and it doesn't even have to be journaling, you know, like what I just said. But like it can literally be like just looking back and being like, what happened last week? What happened today? Why was my why was like that? What major engagement? amazing lewis like what like you know like like what happened there and then like you recount that you remember that and then you tell that story you remember it over and over again and the next thing you know it just becomes part of like what you share because you just remember it it's just there if you don't remember stories you don't have anything to share either that's that's true yeah and your ability to recount the story and retell it is going to be dependent on how much you do that practice right so for people looking like there's probably some stories that like for all of us that you get a lot of oohs and ahas or like you get people to lean in more when you tell them. So being able to document those stories, uh, write them down so that you can really tell them eloquently on a show, on a podcast, wherever it may be, is going to, is going to benefit you. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what I also meant too about like confidence and like knowing yourself. Yeah. Right. So I feel like doing inner work, doing self-development work or like, you know, or even like doing any kind of like healing work, you know, working on yourself. Like, like, what does it mean to like work on yourself? It means to like know who you are, like recount your stories, like know about your past. The more you like do that work, it helps you build confidence and because you know yourself right so like you build confidence through like knowledge of yourself like you know how like even with a subject matter right the more you know about something the more you can be confident in that right so like you know a lot about podcasting lewis so you know that you can be super confident as an expert in podcasting like you're confident in that because you have a lot of knowledge on that so in that same sense if you have a lot of knowledge about yourself that will build you confidence obviously within yourself and then you know those stories so like you know yourself you know your stories you're confident in your stories and you share those stories and that's yeah. the ripple effect that i see that's super helpful because we, we're all everyone in here is a subject matter expert and uh i can't see the uh the live but i know what's going on this is live so guys post uh questions below and i'll make sure i tag Lillian in them in case we get so we can get to them later um and throw some likes in this thing if you like if this makes sense and this makes uh an impact on how you're going to creating content next because i for sure can talk about podcasting all day but if you ask me to talk about my, my relationship with my dad, no. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no. Like, I love the guy and where he's, he didn't abandon me or anything, but like, you know, like we're just not really, we don't talk much. We don't have much to talk about, you mm -hmm. know, so I can totally see <laughs> how that, how that can be a, um, 
uh, a huge a mindset shift around someone if they, they're thinking like I talk about all day about real estate, but if you ask me to be vulnerable and how can I separate myself from the crowd and separate my uh, my brand or whatever whoever I'm trying to attract from everyone else, this is going to help you um, move the needle. Yeah, and so, and like actually, like thanks for bringing that up, Lois. So like, okay, so maybe you're not ready to be like vulnerable. Maybe it doesn't make sense if you talk about real estate and business and you're like, okay, wait, Lil, like, what are you saying? Like, you want me to like talk about my childhood trauma? Like, no, that's not what I'm saying. So, okay. So let me pull that back a little bit. Okay. So reflect and like, think about those moments throughout your business that like had, that gave you like an emotional response or memory too. like, remember, right. Remember those those instances, those moments where you like felt really excited about a win the first time. How did you feel? How did you feel when you first hit your first 10K month? How did you feel when you hit your first 100 downloads? Like, what do you remember? Like, how do you remember how you felt? Like, recount like what was happening? Like, how did you feel? Like, what were you thinking? So also another way to think about it is like expose what you were feeling and thinking. Like that is again, like, vulnerability right like you're exposing that like put take people behind the scenes and say like oh my god how did you get here and it's like well i you can be technical about it and be like well i did this and then i strategized this way and da, 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 da. great now tell along that breaking down like let's say like the strategy or whatever also yeah, yeah. like share like what you were experiencing during that time how are you feeling what was your thought process like go under the hood not just like the technical like robotic then i did this and then i scheduled out three days yeah. in advance and then like i launched this thing and it's like okay like what were you what was also like going on in your mind during that time like what was happening in your life like was there other shit happening like were you also like pregnant and like getting ready to give birth while you were doing that and were you also stressed out because your mom was in the hospital like while you're doing this like big launch and like despite all the shit that was happening and like someone got covid and like you're pregnant you did this like 10k launch and it like meant so much to you and what you learned about yourself was just like how fucking badass you are and like how you can do anything and that you want your listeners to understand that they also have that same power within themselves like you can bring it in that way as well uh, that's such a good tool and that's such a good tip to remember people because because like we can all think back to the first time we made maybe for for the real estate example first time you sold your your you know a seven bigger home or whatever it may be what were you thinking what were you feeling what was going on in your life at that time i think that's such a great like kind of other under underneath the hood like you're saying part that people want to hear about because they have those same thoughts if they're going through this right now as well yeah and yeah. they want to know what one else in my sh in their shoes or their scenario is going went through what were they thinking so they can kind of compare their thinking and see uh, okay maybe i need to change or whatever maybe it's just another part of the story that we often leave out so i love that yeah exactly because i always feel like you know i, I mean obviously i'm more in like the healing self-development space so like my mind kind of went there yeah. first but like if i just put on my business hat right and i think like i remember how i felt when I used to have a, just a goal of hitting $10,000 months, right? And I remember like thinking like, oh my God, this is going to be so hard. This is going to be like a really big deal. And I remember like telling one of my bosses when I was still employed, like, hey, this is my goal. And I remember my CEO, like I used to like train, I used to train the CEO of this like big, like bougie gym chain that's only in California. Yeah. And I, and I used to train the CEO this like years ago, it was like a decade ago. And I remember he was like, 
so I'm telling a story right now. <laughs> so like, I remember he was like, he was like, oh, like, what's going on, Lil? Like, you know, sorry, I've been so busy, whatever. But you're doing your own thing, right? And I was like, yeah, it's all good. You know, don't worry about it. Like, you know, you hit me up when you're ready to, like, work out because I know you're, like, traveling and acquiring different, like, locations and stuff. But I'm doing my thing, too. He's like, oh, what are you working on? And I was like, I'm trying to get to 10K months. And he was like, oh, okay. And he kind of, like, looked at me like, good luck with that one. Yeah. And I remember exactly. kind of feeling like, Ugh, like what what was that and then I kind of had this moment of like feeling like a little like insecure like am I asking for too much do I am I not going to be able to do this is this unrealistic of me like is it unrealistic for me to like actually do 10k months huh and I remember like doubting myself and feeling like I couldn't do that and then you know but I still kept on showing up and I still ended up doing the work and then I ended up you know making it happen and it was like incredible and amazing so you know these are the kinds of so like to bring it back full circle right it's like you can actually tell your journey of like oh like what happened when you first had that idea like you know did you like how did you like you know you like shared it with somebody and like what happened like was there some, did you tell somebody about that thing about that goal about that dream like who are those players like what was happening in your life and so you know that that can be how when people hear you talk about your goals and your and your process and then your thought process and how you felt and then like this other player that makes other people be like oh wow like she doubted that too like she just made her first 100k month but like 10 years ago like she was doubted by her own like fan and she was like doubted by her own client and like she felt insecure about that like i can do this too like it's one day 10 years ago she used to think that like 10k was like a really really big deal but like now look at her like she's got a seven figure business like if she can do it i can do it too if she was scared and still did it i can still be scared right now and do it too like i want to work with her i want to find out how she got to where she is exactly and that's that the other part other side of thinking and feeling thoughts and feelings I like that. It's a great thing to refer to when you're telling stories, referring back, whatever it is you may be talking about. Um, like I know we've got some people like Megan in here who talks about like hiring and like training for like seven, eight figure businesses. Like she could talk about the first hire, first person she ever hired that that went wrong, that went totally wrong, right? Like what was mm -hmm. that? What was the thought process behind that? What was I thinking at that time? Well, how did mm -hmm. I write about that? Um, so, so let's dive into a little bit around oversharing um and because <laughs> some people i know like you, you know you teach something and then some people take it completely the not the wrong way but they take it to like the nth degree very like, like literally yeah it's like oh never mind we, we didn't mean it like that so and i'm even afraid for myself doing this so let's um let's let's save my ass some uh embarrassing embarrassing moments and let's dive into like what is oversharing and if we can talk keep it in the container of like a podcast or just doing interviews like this what is oversharing? What's what is vulnerability, and how those two uh, separate from each other? Yeah, uh, you can just use a very very simple frame to know the difference, right? Vulnerability. The purpose of vulnerability is to connect. Yeah. Vulnerability helps us connect with each other and be like, oh my gosh, like I feel that I resonate with that. I can relate to that. I feel like this person knows me, or I feel like I know this person. It makes you feel like you're coming closer. Oversharing makes you kind of feel like. Ugh. <laughs> lean back yeah. you're like oh i didn't know that was going on yeah like oh that was kind of intense like that was unnecessary that was it kind of leaves you feeling a little icky yeah and it kind of leaves you feeling both parties both parties kind of feel like Ugh, you know like versus like ooh, right so when you're oversharing it feels kind of like icky like it feels like 
even afterwards, it's like a hangover, like an oversharing hangover, right? Where you're like, ooh, I probably shouldn't have gone there. And so sometimes you might not know until after you've overshared. <laughs> and sometimes, to be honest, sometimes we need that lesson. Like, I'm just keeping it 100% real, right? Like, sometimes we need that lesson. Sometimes we need to actually go through to know what that feels like. Yes. When we know what that feels like, we're like, okay, I remember what I did. I know what that feels like now. It's like touching the stove and you're like, oh, I never want to do that again. So you kind of do have to learn sometimes, like, to be real, like, I've learned the difference because of my own oversharing, like, mistakes that I've made. And it's all good. Like, we all recover from it. No one's going to like remember and hold you to it for the rest of your life. It's not going to ruin your career or your business if you overshare one time. Like it's all good, you know. Um, but with that said, to, how to like try to prevent it as much as possible. This is once again, like where you have to like kind of do a reflection. Like what is my intention of this share? Is my intention to help this person, you know, like understand that they're not alone, that I get them? Like it has to be about the other person. Right. It's like I want this person to like to like like see me. I want them to feel seen. I want them. I want each other to feel like we understand and see and hear each other that much more from this interaction. Right. Like I am letting myself be seen. I'm letting myself be understood and heard. I want this other person to also feel like I get them and I know how they may be feeling because of my share. Whereas oversharing just feels like dumping and you're just like venting and you're just like, you're just like, yeah, it just, it feels like a dump. Like, it's like, how is this benefiting the other person? Like, I feel like you're just like rambling and you're just like telling a story for like your own benefit and it doesn't feel like it's mutual. Got it. Got it. That's a great point. I, I, when you said venting, I can see that when people are just like dumping a whole bunch of information on you that you don't need to know. And it's like, well, now what do I do with that? Mm -hmm. <laughs> But to, to go circle back to you said something really interesting around using vulnerability as a tool or as a, as a technique to just let the person know that, hey, I understand or I, here's what I've been through. So it kind of makes it levels of playing field and they, lets them know you're letting your guard down. So it's okay for them to let their guard down. So now I guess what, when you get on a sales call, if you get on a call with someone who's listening to your podcast and they see you be super, super vulnerable, they're going to say, you know what, Lewis, I know you, you mentioned this about what you said, what happened with, you know, you when you first started out. I had that same problem and now we can kind of create, we can get somewhere in the sales call or on the call, whatever it may be, because the person is now being vulnerable and they, they're letting their guard down and letting you into their life. Yes. Uh, as opposed to being closed up or like, you know, like not, not really going deeper and, and playing all out. Yeah, exactly. And like a lot of times, like when I'm on sales calls, a lot of times I actually say like, I totally understand I've been in your shoes. Like, and I'll give like a little mini example, like maybe not like a whole full blown story of like some like dark, heavy shit, but like, I might just give them a little example of like, yeah, I've totally been in your shoes too. Like, I know what it's like to feel undervalued. Like I've totally taken jobs where, you know, like I was being underpaid. Like I totally know the feeling I've been there and, you know, we, we'll get you on the other side, you know? And so uh, it's again saying like, Hey, me too. Yeah. Like me too. Like I feel you, I get it. Like, and this is why I get it too. Right. And so those, th that's how you can kind of open up for open up the space so that the other person can come in closer. You're yeah. just creating, you're creating that space so that they can actually come closer to you by you opening up. You're literally like, like literally think of that visual, right? It's like, as you open up, like you're creating space mm -hmm. for other people to come in and come closer to you and want to work with you and want to be with you and spend money with you. And like, it's an, cause spending money, it's an exchange of trust too, right? 
Like, mm-hmm. if I give you my money, it's like, okay, I fucking trust you. And I'm going to give you my energy. I'm going to give you my money. I'm going to give you my resources. I'm going to be this. I'm going to give you this thing that was generated from me. And I'm going to give this to you. And so, you know, being vulnerable creates that trust. Sharing your stories creates that trust, that relatability creates that trust. And also it's like going back to the confidence thing, right? It's like, oh, wow, like this person is really confident in who they are. I want to be like them. This person owns their story and they like know exactly who they are, how they got here, how they felt like they're so aware, like, wow, like this person like really knows who they are. Like, I want to be around that. It's just, it's just, it's a feeling like you just want to be, be around that shit. Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, it's funny. Cause like the number one thing I hear people see when I get on sales calls is like, I want to build a podcast for the authority and I want to build my brand and I want to get late lead sales. That's great, but kind of you don't use this stuff that kind of what William is saying here and using it to build your authority through these podcasts, it's not going to work, mm-hmm. right? But using the vulnerability to build the trust, which then again gives you the authority or puts you kind of in the driver's seat because now they're seeing you as a person they can trust and a person that they are open to taking feedback from, that is where you get to make some real leeway. And, totally. and that's, and get make a lot of ground, cover a lot of ground with people and go deep and you can, if you have episodes like Andy Frisella is a great point of this on the views to a show, but like he talks about a ton of his stories of life and he was like literally living in his, in his like own like fulfillment center, like yeah. in his business because he was making barely any money to, to live and people were resonating with that story and that like sticks in their mind. So even if they don't listen to you for a while, they'll come back to you because like, Oh, I remember she was going through this or they talked about, they had this problem. So let me go listen to that show because now I'm at that stage of my life. Or now I feel like I need some of that. I need someone to speak to that for mm-hmm. me. Right mm-hmm. I kind of like me. I don't know about you, William, but I cycle through podcasts. And like, depending on what my season of life is, like, I may not listen to any right now. Or maybe I listen to a few because of certain things I'm going through. Totally. So I love that. I love that. That's, that that creates stickiness and remember, like, just it kind of like leaves a, a print on their brain of what you what you offer and what you do. Yeah. I mean, like, even if like, even if we right think about like the podcasts that really stick out to us, I mean, yeah, obviously there might be like that, like really mind blowing nugget or gem that we learn, but we connect with people, you know, we connect with stories and it's like, Oh, I connect with this person. Like I trust this person. Like when I think about like some of the podcasters and podcasts that I've listened to, like if I think about like that person, like what do I remember about them? I might be able to say like, Oh, well they talk about like, carnivore diets or like oh or like oh oh yeah this guy talks about like self-development or this guy talks about like this woman talks about like relationships or whatever but like there's dozens of people that talk about those things but what i remember is like yeah this person talks about relationships and i specifically remember that one story that she told about the da 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 and i related to that and that made me laugh so much or that made me feel my own pain or like that inspired me so much and so i always go back to that because it's evoking it's when you share these vulnerable stories, not only are you building trust, which builds authority, right? But it's, why do you, why do you, that trust comes from that, that evocation of the feeling, right? So it's like, they, when you feel that, that like, that's resonance, right? It's like, oh, I feel that. Like, yeah, I feel you on that. Oh, yes. Like when he told that story, when she told that story, like I felt that I resonated with that. Like that, like hit me that, and that like remains with you. Like that's again, what you remember. Yes. So again, that feeling is so important for you to like remember. And so you have to like come from that place of like genuine, authentic feeling and not just like, 
let me just craft this story and like read it off a piece of paper. It's like, go back to your own feelings and those memories and what you remember from it come from that place. And then other people will feel that too. Like they'll be able to resonate with that. The point about what the, what, like before the trust happens, it's because they felt a feeling it's because it like, yeah, actually they, they had some kind of, it made them feel a certain kind of way. Um, Right. Like whether that's sad, happy, whatever, maybe that's the kind of like imprints on their brain to, that gets them to remember that whatever you're saying. So um, that's a huge piece because we, we may want to tell stories like, Oh, like if I tell the story, it's going to make them trust me because um, I'm sharing it. And, so, and, and it's like what most of my clients listen to or have gone through, but going back into, Hey, if you use your feelings and kind of go walk people through the play by play of like what you were saying in your head and what you're thinking and all the self doubt and all that stuff, like that's going to give evoke that feeling um, that you're just like them. Uh, so, so I love that. So, um, to, to kind of cap things off, I want to wrap, I want to like, just kind of give people a good summary of like, what are their action steps mm-hmm. in terms of like taking the vulnerable stories that they know might help them in terms of, um, uh, creating a memorable podcast, a memorable brand, a memorable, um, kind of feeling inside someone's brain. What are their next steps in terms of like implementing this? Yeah. I mean, first of all, I think, you know, if I think like, because a lot of times like you're on a podcast, so it's not like you're going to come in and like be prepared. Like I'm going to share this story. Right. (laughs) And so I feel like a lot of the action steps, it like starts like with your own, like, like I said, like your own personal work. And Mm -hmm. so just being, being in touch with your own feelings, like getting in touch with your own feelings, having like a practice of reflection, having a practice. So like one of the things that you can do are like, what are some of the earliest memories, not even the earliest, but like, what are some of the recent memories that I have where I felt excited, where I felt scared, where I felt nervous, right? Like, why did I, and then just like, just like journal that out or just, just jot that out. Right. And so like, start with the feeling, start with the feeling first. Okay. And then ask yourself, like, what's a recent memory that I had, like where I felt really nervous. So like, let's do this together with you, Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> if you're down for it, if you're down for it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So like, what's the most recent memory that you have where you felt really excited, excited, like what happened and what was happening? Um, I was, I was getting engaged, but I was like over the part where I had to kneel down and I had to say, will you marry me? It was more like the hugging part. And I was like, yes, you know, <laughs> you know, so that was the excited part. Like, I remember that feeling that it was just a rush of energy and emotion and I'm not a guy to cry. So I cried a little bit. So, so that was like the exciting part. And then, yeah, we can totally go into the nervous part, but that was like the rest of the week. <laughs> but like, why was that exciting for you? Like, what about that? Like why? Right. So like, what's the, or, like, what's a memory that you have where you felt that feeling? And like, why did you feel that feeling? And like, now that is like already part of your story. Yeah. Yeah. I think if I could relate it to anything, and I don't know if this helps or not, but it's like, you know, when you go on a, on a roller coaster and you go up, 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 and then you come down. And it's like, just like, just after the, just after you're super scared and it starts to turn into a really fun ass ride. That's the part I was riding that, that during that moment, like, right. Mm-hmm. Like I was over the hill and I was just going down the, the hill now and enjoying so it. So it was like this feeling of like, oh my God, I like fucking did it. I just like, I just proposed to someone I'm going to get married. Like, oh my, this is crazy. It's happening. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That was the rush. Exactly. Uh, Great. So like you just told that story, you talked about, you started with the feeling and then you were like, like, tell me about that. Like, why was that? And then you like, you painted a whole picture. 
mm-hmm. of like that roller coaster, all of a sudden I feel excited now for you. I'm like, oh my God, yeah, I know that feeling. Oh my God, I'm so happy for you. That's awesome. Like I'm excited with you, you know? And yeah. so these are like exercises that you can do with yourself to kind of like train that muscle, right? Like train that muscle of like, being in touch with yourself and being able to like get your brain to like think in like feel thoughts and feelings to like get into that place of like those memories, like remembering how you felt and what was the context of that? What, mm-hmm. what do you remember? What do you remember in the context of like those moments and those feelings? Right. And so you can do that in the context of your business. Like think about like the context, like all of 2020. Think about like maybe like the one time where you felt like the most scared or like the one time where you felt the most excited or the one time where you felt like the most nervous, right? Like I have a very distinct memory from this year in 2020 where I made my first, um, it wasn't my first, actually, it was my second, it was my second $10,000 investment for my business on coaches and I remember like feeling like I was gonna throw up I was like I don't even fucking know this person I can't believe I just put it on my credit card like what the hell am I thinking like okay like they promised me I would make my investment back and I'm just gonna take this leap of faith because it's COVID like I'm gonna turn this shit around I'm not gonna get taken down by this pandemic I'm gonna pivot and I'm gonna fucking do what I do which is make moves pivot and like keep keep like killing it and crushing it and like and thrive because I'm not about surviving I'm about thriving and so that like right there I remember I remember like oh I, I, I remember feeling like oh my god what did I just do I feel like I'm gonna throw up I can't believe I just did that and like they introduced me in the Facebook group and I was like hey everyone I'm excited to be here actually just kidding I'm actually feeling like I'm gonna throw up like here's to like you know blowing this up you know yeah, yeah. and so and so like now you have these stories like as you're talking like on your podcast about like building business or like whatever. And it's like, oh yeah, like I remember when I made my first investment, you know, I remember, I remember I felt this thing, you know, and it's like, now you can start to build a story around that. Does that, is that helpful? That's a hundred percent helpful. Yeah. Cause we can all relate to a feeling and think back to the feeling. Like, well, what was the feeling tied? What event was that tied to? What was, what else is going on in that life? And that creates, for me, that creates separation from you in the marketplace in terms of podcasting because everyone's talking about the same old stuff, teaching the same old things. However, if you can create the stories that give you context, that creates the um, stickiness of a listener. And then eventually they'll become into, they'll send into buyers and, 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 and clients. So, um, and for me, that's, that's what I'm getting excited about, right? So helping people with that. So Lillian, thanks so much for coming on. Um, you're crushing it. Your Facebook group is amazing. Uh, I know it's it's not for business. It's more for like personal development, lifestyle, but it's a badass program. So where can people find out more about you and what you do? You can you can find me just you can literally friend request me, DM me. You know, I can put my profile link or whatever in the in the chat or in the in the comments. And then you can also, you know, join my group. And I'm super all up in my DMs. So if you want to just holler at me and just start a conversation with me and like, I will literally like, how about this? Like if anyone actually ends up watching this and they're like, actually like, make made it to this end like yeah. i will like i will take you through a couple prompts and i will power coach you in the chat like i will do that with you like i'll just like get i'll just do it one time with you as an exercise so you can see what it feels like and how you can kind of take yourself through that process like i will coach you through that and then like all of a sudden you're gonna have a story like you're gonna be and i'm gonna be like tell me more about that and you're gonna be like huh i can't tell you lewis how many times someone has said to me throughout my life i've never told anyone that story before <laughs> and it's like I love it because I always I like feel like I just like pop cherries for a living like it's like the best feeling ever <laughs> for me <laughs> I'm just like yes 
Oh my gosh. I think we had one on the interview we did in your Facebook group. I want to say, I feel like I've said that before to you. So I'm like, man, she's right. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So yeah, I mean, like, if you want me to take you through that process, I'm happy to do that. But yeah, shoot me a DM, join my Facebook group, you know, lots of lots of resources for that. But yeah, like start with the feeling. And like, also like, yeah, so like, to recap, Mm -hmm. like vulnerability is an act, a measure of courage. Right. And when you are confident in yourself, when you know who you are, you're able to own your stories and it's like not a fucking big deal. They're your stories. No one else owns them. You know, don't be afraid to share them. And then that builds trust and leadership and authority and whatever. But but to also like to get to those stories, you also have to be in touch with yourself to know those stories. Right. Mm -hmm. So to do like a practical action step to get to that, to understand yourself. It's like, well, how do I build that confidence if I don't even know who I am? It's like, well, so you have to like start, you know, like getting to one, know yourself, do that work. Or if you want a more low hanging fruit, you can just start with like, what's, what are some memories that I have where I felt and go through the feelings, excited, Mm -hmm. scared, nervous, where you felt like, where you felt like undervalued and underappreciated. Cause we always make moves and we always pivot and the stories all come from these, like, like the memories are created from feelings. The things that we remember are because they evoked a feeling. That's interesting. That's a really good point there too, to my, to, yeah. Keep yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the things that we remember are the things that had an emotional impact on us. So we, we remember the things that hurt us, right? We remember the things that made us sad, the heartbreaks. We don't yeah, really yeah. remember the day to day. We forget about those things. We, re- we remember the things that had emotional impact. So I want you as a podcast, I want you to remember those moments throughout your business or life or whatever that gave you an emotional impact. Yeah. That is also what's going to give your listener the emotional impact because when they feel an emotion or feeling through your story, they're going to remember you and you want to be remembered because you're going to be that person that they're going to call. Maybe not in that moment, but they might circle back in that moment where they're going through something similar. They'll remember that story because they remember it made them feel something. Mm-hmm. You know, if they feel, if you, if they feel anything like they'll, you know, you'll, rem- they'll remember you. You know, if you feel anything, you'll remember the thing. So if they, they'll remember you if like you evoke that feeling for them as well. Like it's, it's, it's that spark, the feelings and thoughts, they go together. I love that. I, I can think of a ton of things right now on top of my head. Um, but um, I will end it there. Those, so I know we had a, a Jess on here. So Jess, you definitely reach out to, to Lillian. Um, you guys get it off, but <laughs> all good. I will let you go. Lillian, thanks for coming on. I really appreciate your time. Yeah. Thanks, Louis.